Hey, it's the Brian and Kendra show, and we are getting... <clears throat> We're getting ready for the holidays. With the casters and friends. That's exciting. That's it like is. in a week. Holidays? <clears throat> no, it's like this weekend. Holidays with casters and friends is this weekend? Yes. Oh, my goodness. Yep. So Got your tickets? You can go to both shows. You can, if you have room. Because there's really? only like 300 seats per show. So Better get your tickets now, then. You, if you If they haven't sold out. Oh, they it might be sold out by the end of today. <clears throat> so yeah, go get your tickets. Um, I don't remember the website, but you know whatever. Just Thank search you. holidays with the casters and friends, and I'm sure it'll pop right up. I think up. we're gonna put it in our comments. We'll put it in the comments. Yeah. So check back here in a little bit. Yeah. So, <clears throat> um, it'll be a fun show. It's all local. It's uh, sponsoring. It's uh, helping fund raise for the Woodward Crisis Pregnancy Center. Um, so you're on the board with the price crisis pregnancy center. Yep. And you have been for a very long time. Yeah. A decade or so. Okay. So just give us a real quick rundown on what that is and then we'll move right on. So we, um, help mothers, some in crisis, some not, but just basically helping them with the, the needs that they have as they come up and the support that they need, uh, to have the baby and raise the baby. So um, sometimes it's an unexpected thing and sometimes it is an expected thing and it's still um, a crisis. And even if it's not a crisis, we still want to be there to support them. So, you know, we have diapers and formula, clothes, cribs, um, toys, all kinds of stuff. And then we have education plans that kind of give you some tips on um, how to parent, um, you know, things to keep your kids healthy. Um, it's, they've got an education plan that kind of helps helps with that. So it's a great education tool and resource. So um, I know lots and lots of people that have <clears throat> bounced down there for, um, I mean, we're all getting a bind. So um, they're great. the important thing, I'm sorry, cut No, you it's off. just, it's a support group. It's just, I mean, they are great, great, friendly welcoming people just go down and i mean if you just need somebody to talk to like you i mean we all get to that point with our kids we just want to like ah, can i wring your neck you know i think one, one of the things i didn't understand for a long time is that a crisis doesn't like we kind of have an idea of what a crisis pregnancy situation would look like but it literally could be a career woman who had no intention of having children and has no <laughs> motherly desires and goes oh my gosh i'm in this position okay i need to get some support now Right. I mean, crisis is not always what we think it is. Right. So anyway, very, very valuable um, organization that we have here in our community. And so all of the, I don't know how this works, but I know that, that this concert is to benefit the Crisis Pregnancy yes. Center. So definitely a worthy cause, but mm -hmm. incredibly high talent and great entertainment. Woodward is so blessed with what we have. Um, and they're bringing in some people that is that are not Woodward people. Um, so, I mean, it's going to be really, really stinking awesome. And I know Quip. Praying for a blizzard, Kendra. <clears throat> anyway. Yeah, please don't do that. Yeah. But I really... We like snow. I like snow. Well, if, if Denver Duncan's flying in from Washington, D.C. Oh, that's another Woodward guy. Yep, local Woodward guy. Yeah. Mike Duncan's son. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And Travis Hester, another Woodward guy coming in from Nashville. And then a bunch of people from Oklahoma City. There's a bunch of Woodward people. They haven't invited me to sing yet. <laughs> I've got some good songs I can sing. Send us a tape. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I did that and I never did hear back. I, 
I, I gotta go find a tape. Just kidding. Yeah, duct right. tape, electrical tape. Maybe they want the color duct tape. Maybe they didn't want the gray kind. Oh, I don't know. I'll mail him some. Okay. Tape. Anyway. All right. So definitely get your tickets if you haven't already. Fun stuff. We love it. So today we're going to talk about, and you're going to feel like some of this is a repeat of last week, but it's so important. We really want to hit it. So let's start with, um, I forgot what the name of this show is. Preparing to sell your home. Oh, yeah. <laughs> That's it. Preparing to sell well, your home. That's what we do. We sell houses. <laughs> anyway, so we <clears throat> want to give you some practical tips, some valuable insights on the best way to get your home sold in a timely fashion. Yes. So let's start with the most important thing. Price, 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 price. I know everybody's like location, location, location. But even in a poor location, yes, price can make the difference. It is, and so in a we're not saying sell lower than what your property is worth. Right. No, we're saying price your property at the value that it's worth. So there's several types of sellers. There are sellers who have a home or they have a property they want to sell, um, but they don't have a time frame in mind. And then there are people who have a, a property sale that have a time frame in mind. So what I usually tell our sellers, there's four things you can control in your transaction, kind of, that determine the sellability of your house. <clears throat> Location, condition, time, and the price. So if you you got to maneuver one of those four things mm -hmm. to get your house sold if it's not selling. So, one, can you move the location? Well, really, it's not a great – there's not like a great um, – you can't really just move most homes to a better location. No. Don't buy it in that and location. It's, and it's, even if you can, that's rarely – the most cost-efficient way to sell it. it. It's not like you rarely are going to get your money. That's so, not really. So that's not where we're going. So, but with I have required. I have requested people to mow their neighbor's yard. Like, hey, your location is great because your neighbor doesn't right. mow their yard. Go mow their yard or have move that vehicle or whatever. So, location, dripping. Um, so, getting back to pricing strategically because your <laughs> your location, then the condition, time and price. So, time and price are like direct variables. So, I own a house trying to sell it. I'm very frustrated. Spent a lot of money on it. Spent a lot of time on it. Um, the market turned while I was in the middle of the remodel. Um, I'm probably going to lose money on it. So at this point now, it's like, do I hold it more time? Because mm -hmm. eventually I think it'll sell for what we're asking. Right. Or do I drop the price and sell it? Right. So then it goes back to how much a day does it cost you to own that house? Utilities, taxes, if you own money on it, interest, insurance, it, it starts racking up quickly. So um, if so, if you don't owe money on it, that's a different thing. But if you owe money on it, that's that it, it is a variable. Mm -hmm. So um, so time and money. So if you want to shorten the time, you need to lower the price. If you don't care about, if you want the price where it is, then you just be you have to be patient for us to find the buyer. That that house is compel is is appealing to. Okay, so if we rewind just a million shows to go back to how we come up with a price. So typically a seller says, what do you think I should price it at? And we go look at the house. We do, mm -hmm. we say we do numbers. We do a comparative market analysis where we view other things that have um, sold that are similar to the property, things that are in the market similar. And we say, if you put your house in the market at this price, this is what you're competing against. Um, so you have to be careful and you've got to pay attention to that. 
because if you're competing against everything better than yours, you're just going to stay on the market that much mm-hmm. longer. If you're competing against everything lower than yours, then everything in lesser condition or poor location, then yours should sell quicker, smoother, right? Mm-hmm. What happens if they hate our number? Then they can, well, they're the boss. <laughs> Which you kind of scared me. I'm like, no. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> They're the boss. So yeah. we understand that sometimes whenever we give you a number, we, we are trying to price it strategically. Yes. So tell them a little bit. Whenever we give a number, we want for the property to sell within so many days based on that value. What? How many days? 90 days? So so it depends on our current mar- on the current market. Um, <clears throat> the goal is to be closed within 90. So we really want it under contract within 30 to 60. Um, and so when we price your house – we're really trying to price it to where it's under contract within the first 30 days. Right. Like it needs to go. Mm-hmm. Um, so, so we're, we're, yeah. We're trying to be realistic though. Here's the flip side of that. I had a buyer recently and they messaged me about a house and she said, that's been on the market forever. What's wrong with it? And I'm like, really? It didn't seem like that long. I looked it up and it stays on market. We're 98 days on market. Mm. When we're thinking that 98 days on market is forever, we got a problem. So yeah. that's what you've got to remember as the seller is how your buyers view days on market too. Yes. So price strategically, we don't want a lowball. We want you to get as much in your pocket as possible. We want to help our market, not hurt our market. We do not want to drop the real estate prices in Woodward. We obviously want everyone to have a very healthy real estate market. So we get it. If you hear our price and you hate it, we'll talk. Tell us. Let's have a real discussion. But just know that we do try to put this with a mathematical mindset and really paying attention to what's happening. We don't just come up with a number willy-nilly. Nope. We don't get to use a spinny wheel. Nope. <clears throat> anyway, that's for lunch. Do the spinny wheel for lunch. Marketing techniques to attract potential buyers. How do we How do we do this? What are our marketing techniques? So our, our biggest one is just... The newspaper? This phone <laughs> book. <laughs> the biggest one. The phone book. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, okay, so we're going to put our name in the phone book yes. for you. Yes. Yes. Um, we have biggest, a lot. We have a lot of things. Yes, our we biggest, do. Our biggest thing is is um, we poise ourselves as the expert in the market because we we eat, live, breathe, and sleep this thing. I, right. We're here. I mean, we're. I don't know when I'm not thinking about real estate, but it's all about us putting ourselves in front of the public. So we're. Right. Um, we're always engaging in conversations and educating the public. Mm-hmm. So when I'm out and about, I mean, this morning I was at Ace. I was talking to the guy about real estate. When I was, um, you know, everywhere I go, coffee shop and with the hospital at breakfast, like we're talking real estate. Everywhere I go, it's real estate. And so our number one source of buyer is somebody we're talking to inside of our sphere. Right. Because we know everybody in this right. town. So marketing number one is just that we are, we, and you're, you're the best at this, out in the community, making sure we're making connections um, the way that we work is different. So you have more opportunity to be out and about. Mm-hmm. Um, but marketing number one for us is just, and this, we're, we're a small market real estate and you have connection, connection, connection. Right. What's after that? <clears throat> the next is, is, is we the have a- interwebs. The interwebs. We have a pretty good website. And so it, it keeps all of the um, houses that are on the MLS on our site active within minutes. So- um, and the, and, and the beautiful thing about our website is, is 
Like you don't want us harassing you every day to check in on you and right. find out what you're doing. Right. We will if you want us to. Just let us know. Right. Hey, we want you to call and check us every day. Not really. <laughs> I don't have time for that. Um, but if you're but if you're looking, then then I I peruse through that every couple of days and look through there and say, oh look, oh Jonathan's looking at whatever he's looked at this house fourteen times. Then I'm going to message you and say, hey, I, I've noticed you've been looking at this house pretty right. hard. Um, you want to go look at it. So, so our, our website gives us an idea of what you're looking for. So then I can also call you and say, hey, this one doesn't quite fit you. You've looked at it a whole bunch of times. Tomorrow we're listing this house. Right. Which then as a seller, we get ready, willing, and able buyers yes. in your door quickly. Right. So that, that, that it has an increased um, – value proposition to selling your home. Like it, there's an anticipation of, hey, I better jump on this. If it's priced right, which we try to do, we hope to have it sold within days, like negotiated under contract shown within days. Holidays with the Casters and Friends, presented by the Pregnancy Center of Woodward. Come join us as we celebrate the true meaning of Christmas through song and dance. Holidays with the Casters and Friends is a guaranteed good time. Join Bobby and Nathan Holiday, Chris Caster, Denver Duncan, Bodie Peach, Dakota Davis, Revelation & Co. Dance Company, and more. One day, two shows, Saturday, December 9th at the Woodward Arts Theater. Shows at 2 p.m. and 7 p.m. Get your tickets now. Visit holidayswiththecasters.com or call the Pregnancy Center of Woodward at 580-254-2805. All proceeds go to benefit the Pregnancy Center of Woodward. Holidays with the Casters and Friends, presented by the Pregnancy Center of Woodward. Saturday, December 9th at the Woodward Arts Theater. So you're talking about our website for our office. What is yes. what is our – we have a website. What's our website? It's um, – the office it's website is northwestokhomes.com. But if you go to brian.northwestokhomes.com. And then it'll let you register. I think yeah. it really re probably requires you to register. Yes. If you don't want all the messages, you just tell it to end, right? Yeah. Yes. But this is how, especially right now, if you're thinking, I'm really kind of interested. Mm -hmm. And this is when you can tell us, I don't want to be bothered, but I want to be able to access because I am going to buy my home in three months, six months, in a year, whatever. And it, that'll help us to begin to see what it is that you like, what it is you're interested in. We, we'll classify we you can, that way. We've got right. The, I mean, we've got hot, nurtured, watch. We got all these different categories. Right. Um, I've got some people that are like, please never bother me again. Okay. And then I me. just move you down to, <laughs> I just move you down to archive, and it just adds my note right. to. I'm not going to bug you. You're competent, and you want to do what you want to do, and that's right. fine. Man, we all buy houses the set different ways, and right. And some people just want to be, they want to be private about their thing. I'm okay with so, that. On the seller side, though, you can see how this is such a benefit to be able to. Um, to be able to draw someone in who is kind of on the fence and give them the ability to be mm -hmm. registered and to say, please ask me in six months if I'm ready to buy my house or um, don't ever bother me or I'm ready right now, let's go. And you've got somebody live at the end of the and We've uh, had some the of them end. that have it's messaged and they're like, can you show me this house today? And I'm like, wow, yeah, let me go. Yeah. You know, and they, they don't want to pick up the phone and call. They just want to message the little messenger thing. Right. It's okay. It, it's, it's one more tool that gets us in front of the customers quicker. Now, for sellers, of course, we're on a whole bunch of different websites, not just ours. Yeah, And because of the way that our multiple listing service works, we're also on 
um, every other agency's website in town, right? Most of them, yes. I mean, most of them have chosen to do the IDX, which is mm-hmm. way too many letters and initials. And what I mean, it just means is we cooperate with other agencies. Yep. So we advertise some of theirs, they advertise some of ours. It works just fine. Yep. Um, obviously, Zillow and Realtor.com and all those different yep. things. So different websites, a bunch of different websites. Um, I joke about the newspaper because it's always an argument in our office of how valuable it is or isn't. But we have at the... And, Right now we're doing some different things, so pay attention. The banner ad is is what it's called, but it's at the very bottom of the first page of the newspaper. It's a fun little quick thing like, oh, well, look, there's five or six houses on here, and, and maybe one of those will attract a buyer who didn't know they were a buyer. Mm-hmm. Sometimes it's different. Sometimes it's a different type of ad to just remind you to go to our website or something like that. But, um, but that is one of the other ways that we advertise. Social media is a big deal. Big Out deal. here, I think social media is a huge deal. I don't know if it's like this in in larger markets, but small market real estate, social media, super helpful. Yes. Super helpful. So all those different kinds of ways are how we're going to market. Um, high quality photos and virtual tours. This is one of the things I think we do really, really well. Yes. So we do have a professional photographer. Photographer. Remember that Thomas said cinemator or something like that? That was awesome. We have... <laughs> Professional cinemator, Chris Caster. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, poor Chris. He's like, oh, God, where'd she come from? Okay, <laughs> so we have our professional photographer, um, Nathan Holiday with StoryCo, that, that works with our office. And so Nathan does a great job with, with photos, and he's given us lots of tips and tricks um, to help make sure that your home is going to photo. They're not tricks, just real life. This is how it works. This is practical tips to help your home sell better. Let us know if you need some of that. We can help find that podcast and shoot it back to you. Um, when Nathan's ready to take your photos, if you want to have just a quick conversation with him, we can make sure he can call you so he can say, do this, do this, do this, whatever the case would be. When we come to look at your home, we tell you, for photographs, you're going to want to clear this off. You're going to want to change all your light bulbs to be the same light bulbs. Pick one and make them all match, whatever the case is. But our photographs are just really fantastic. Virtual tours. We do two different virtual tours at two different times. It depends on the situation. We either do the Zillow tour or we do the Matterport. Um, There's a couple of homes that I know that we've missed, but we try really hard to make sure that a guy can do a virtual walkthrough of your property. I think it's a big deal. Yeah, and it's like occupied. Then we hold it. We have the virtual tour. We hold it, and then we have a request button. Like, hey, I want to— If you have a concern and you're like, do not put my virtual tour out there only to the right buyer. Yeah, then we send it out to them. Yeah. We've done that. I don't like to do that. It's hard. Um, it's not my favorite, but we'll do that for customers that have some specific concerns. Yep. Usually, if mm-hmm. you've pre-packed and you've depersonalized, it doesn't matter because your house is safe to be displayed publicly. All right. Utilize online platforms. I feel like we already hit that with yep. marketing, so I'm just going to ignore social that. social media. Yeah. Okay. What about open houses? So open houses are a great place to find buyers. So that's, hear that again. For somebody else's house. They're great to find a buyer for a different home. Unfortunately, an open house doesn't always sell the house that's open. No, most people that go to open houses are just window shopping now to buy something in six months. Right. So they come to the open house, they poke around, and then they buy something six months from now. Yes. So this is interesting. When you and I started real estate, you started first, I started later. I, I don't think that open houses really started working until like the last five, seven years. Like I for years and years and years, I would have the same six people at mm-hmm. every open house. And at first I was so excited. I'd be like, hi, you guys. Can I help you? What are you looking for? Mm-hmm. 
We're cookies. not looking. We want cookies. Yeah. One of them told me you're supposed to have cookies. Oh, I'm sorry. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't really think people ate cookies at the open houses because I think it because I don't. Okay. So I, 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 I amped up my game a little bit. They, 201, they said, we were just interested in their decoration. We're always looking for fun ideas to redecorate our home. They had zero intention of moving. They just wanted to see mm-hmm. how other people live. And they just, oh, well, that's an interesting way to do the rug. I mean, they had zero intention of buying a home. Mm-hmm. That's changed, thankfully. I think enough agents have begun doing enough open houses that that's changed. But still, we don't typically sell your home. We typically... Um, meet a new buyer and become acquainted with someone that we can build a relationship with that will eventually buy a different house. Yeah. It's funny because we was Interesting. Uh, back when Bill Wilcoxon worked for me. Um, it was he early. was a good open house it guy. It was. It was crazy because it was like 2008, 2009. He's like, all right, we're going to have open houses this weekend. I, he, and I was like, man, so here's what you're doing. You're just building relationships. You don't go in there just hard sell. Um, he was kind of a, he had some cool sale tactics. Mm-hmm. Um, <clears throat> so we was walking it out, and I said, I've never sold a house at an open house. I've met lots of people and then sold them something else and went through the whole conversation. I remember him going to this open house on 3rd Street. I remember the street. I remember the house. He put up his open house sign. Some, some guy pulled up. He didn't even finish the open house because he went to the office and <laughs> sold it. Like the guy said, I'll take it. Came in, first guy in the door. Like I'm stuck there from you know 1 to 3, and he's already done. Contract sold sign on the door. I was like, that never happens to me. So, I didn't. yeah, but you're not Bill. I'm not Bill. You are Bill is still on my phone as Bill Will. I yeah. man, I think the world of Bill Wilcoxon. Yeah. So yeah, it was a. It's like what the heck. <laughs> he so, had to prove you wrong. He had to prove me wrong. So yeah. But he does it so nicely. And that does happen. So yes. Yeah. I have I have sold a few of the homes I had open houses at to someone that came to the open house, but we've done thousands. I feel like in the last twenty sure years. So the probability is not in your favor. All right. So consider the appraisal value. This goes back to that pricing strategy. Mm-hmm. Um, so this got tricky. So we had a contract recently. Two. One, though. I want to talk about okay. just the first one. I was super concerned about the price that we were contracted at. We had the buyer. Somebody else had the seller. And I, I couldn't find comps to support the value of the listing price, much less our sold price. And I, and I kept saying, because they had said, let's inflate the price more in order to, accom- to accommodate this, that, and the other, blah, blah, blah. Mm-hmm. And I, I was like, I'm really worried about the appraised value. And they're yeah. like, oh, it's been appraised? <laughs> mm. No, no, I mean, what's coming up could be a real issue. And it wasn't. We were both, like, flabbergasted, like yeah. I think is the real term. Like, we both went, oh, my gosh, for real, this is incredible. We're thrilled for our buyers. Unfortunately, we used that in our mind as a as a um Back, I, I don't know what I'm trying as a comp for another house that was similar, similar, similar. We're in similar, the middle similar. of negotiating, and we're like, "Well, I guess if this one appraised, yeah, then yours should appraise." I told my precious little buyer, I said, "I'll be honest, we just we have one. Under, I can't tell which. I can't give any specifics, but we just got mm-hmm. an appraisal back on one that is so similar. It will be the perfect comp for the one you want. If you want it, I, I, I mean, yeah, go for it. Like before, I'd been telling her, I'm worried about appraisal value. I'm worried about mm-hmm. appraisal value because some of these, and we say that because. Because heartache. Heartache. So so you spend $600 on the appraisal and 400 on the inspection. You're $1,000 in. And then if it doesn't appraise, the seller does not have to drop the price. And I say that when a buyer says, what do you think? Yes. And this particular buyer was, Kendra, does, does the market support this? Is this okay? Is this going to work? Am I going to find myself in trouble? 
and and in answering those questions and showing her this this stat and this comp and this and this and this. So he said, yeah, go for it. And then guess what? Did not appraise. Oh, that's a horrible thing that happens yeah. to the buyer and the seller. <clears throat> yeah. And and if we're being realistic, it's helpful to the buyer if it does not appraise for the full contract price because if then the seller will negotiate. If if the seller will negotiate. But it always it always causes hurt for a buyer and a seller to have to to have to renegotiate when they thought everything was good. It's hard for a seller who'd been banking on this mm -hmm. because we do these estimated net sheets. It's just tough. Nobody likes that. Nope. So do keep in mind, like you may want it. I, I always when we do our um contracts and I am working with the buyer and I say, um, this disclosure brokerage duty says that if I'm working with the seller and I know that the buyer will take or that the buyer will pay twice as much as what you've got it listed for, I cannot tell you that. Just because you will pay something ridiculous doesn't mean you should. Right. So pay attention to the comps, even as a buyer um, and as a seller too. Just be realistic and be ready. If you know you're on the high end, just be ready for that appraiser that comes in a little bit low. Um. Obviously, this <laughs> we should have started here. Consult with a real estate professional. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That's what you do first. Do that first. <laughs> <laughs> All right, research comparable sales. We've talked about that. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna beat that horse. Um, mm -hmm. And I went backwards, so we're yeah. up here no, you're now. Fine. I just I thought it was important. So we're back to um, carb appeal, and we talked about this last show. I know that, but now um, after Christmas season, when you take down your Christmas lights, you want to make sure that your yard is still looking kept. I know that right now in in the winter time when we don't have green grass, you're not going to be out there mowing your yard. But you might need to go ahead and do, if you didn't have a nice edge on your, you might need to go ahead and edge. edge it. You might need to go ahead and clean Paint up a little green. bit. Paint it green. Yeah. I love painting the yard green. We call that spraying. Yes. It's not too late. Yeah. I spent some time with um, Jake and Christina Persall with JCP, mm -hmm. and and I need to tell my son to get those leaves out of the yard so that I can get that yard sprayed. Yes. <laughs> yeah, and I think that helps through the winter. Basically, I think they're putting in a fertilizer mix combo for the for the season that way when spring hits if you know it helps your grass jump quicker so um carb appeal make sure it's nice neat and clean yep. um and looking good yeah rake those leaves yeah yeah it's time it's crazy how they get piled up under the bushes and just cleaning out the bushes makes a big difference sure it does it makes a huge difference behind the air conditioner mine always clicked behind the condenser outside yeah all right declutter depersonalize i know we talk about this all the time and I'm sorry that it hurts your feelings, but you have to really remove you from your home. Yes. It breaks our heart, too, because I love my home and I love yeah. the personal touches that I have. But if we're wanting to sell it, we need for buyers to be able to see themselves in your home. So it's very, very important to get as much of you out of the house as possible. Right. And I think the neutrals come back here, too. Yes. I mean, if you are a wild and crazy decorator, um, I, I can I think back to this picture that I knew my grandpa would absolutely hate. And I, when he came over the first time, I thought, oh, he's going to really tell me how he feels. And he must, it was when his eyesight was going because he goes, looks real nice in here. And I thought, oh my gosh, you can't even see the wall. <laughs> <laughs> if, if you're kind of a crazy decorator, neutralize. Yes. Neutral, neutral, neutral. neutral. <clears throat> uh, minor repairs and updates. This is you, man. This is you. Tell us. Yep. Just, it, it's the, um, anytime you have something. Talk about faucets. Faucets are drippy. Faucets, <laughs> outside faucets that are dripping. The white stains all over your faucets in your house, um, like all of that screams, like clean your air filters, clean your registers. Um, 
the all that screams are mind blowing. Yeah, that screams. I don't take care of my house. Right. It's all falling apart. You know. It does. It looks like if you, if you have <clears throat> dust and dirty things that you may not even notice anymore. To a buyer, they go, "Oh my gosh, they've never maintained this property." Mm-hmm. You got to pay attention. Yeah. Yes. And so, um, yeah, I think it's a big. I think that it's the minor repair stuff. You know, if your door doesn't latch right, the your door's hard to open. Um, any of those things, the hinges on your cabinets, anything that's a, you do not want to. You don't know highlighting anything that's a going to be something that they have to fix. I think sometimes it's hard to know what's weird and what needs to be fixed because you've lived with it so long. Mm-hmm. Um, if you have to, if you have little quirks about your house, yeah. So my cabinets have to close at the same time because they're off. Yeah. So if I don't close them at the same time, then I don't close them. Like they, they're not going to close. That's a, that's a quirk yes, about quirk. the house. If I want to sell my house, I need to fix the quirk. Yes. Right. Yes. Like think of it like that. You have that. to crawl under the sink and shut it off. Yeah. So uh, your faucet ups <laughs> when you go on vacation because it's dripping. You should have that fixed. Yeah. So, yeah. hey, thanks for listening. It's the Brian and Kendra Show. Uh, this is just tips about selling your home. Um, so give us a call. I'm Brian Cook, 580-334-2303. Kendra Brown, 580-216-0090. And we'll see you next time.